Welcome to episode 29 of a crazy little thing called Love Dev. Today's episode is May the Forced Marriage Be With You. Welcome back to a crazy little thing called Love Dev. Hello guys, how are we? It's good to see you guys as always. Hey, listen to this, we've got a couple of new listeners. Yes, looks like the Philippines is tuning in. Hello Philippines, how you doing? Now that's a country I would love to visit. We also got somebody over in Poland. New listener down in Poland. Yemen has come back. Where have you been, Yemen? I thought you um, left me, but now you're back as always. Obviously, United States always tuning in. We've got Norway as well and Switzerland doing all right. Doing all right. I mean, majority of my listeners are in the UK, and I think a lot of them are comedians. Everyone wants to do a podcast now. There's so many comedians doing podcasts, which is fine. That's good. But, yeah, it's good to have you here. I've been busy. I've been gigging a lot. I was gigging in Tamworth last night, and I gigged with a... Guy off the telly, John Thompson, yes, he is a comedian and an actor, he started off in a TV show called The Fast Show, and um, it was brilliant, it's one of the things that actually got me into comedy, and it's kind of like a sketch show, and he plays a couple of characters, I've always loved The Fast Show, you know, um, yeah man, it's, it's what got me into comedy, you know, the little funny sketches, it was one of my favourites, and it always will be. And that was a cracking gig. We also on with Steve Royal and Joe Zalius. Uh, it was a cracking night. I was in the middle. I had a proper gig, man. Man, they were like, they were so nice last night. It was full. It was sold out. There's about 250 people. Uh, the room's huge. I have gigged there before. I've always had a cracking gig in that room. And it was nice to do that. So I've got a couple of gigs this weekend, which is cool. Gigging in Leicester, yep, three times in Leicester this weekend. Majority of my gigs are in Leicester because Leicester have their comedy festival. They do have a festival on, which brings me on to my own show. I'm doing a show at the Leicester Comedy Festival. It's at the Kyle Restaurant. It's part of the Sunday all-day festival where you pay something like, I think it's a tenner or a fiver. And, um, yeah, it's literally you can watch any show you want and that's all you pay. So it's a Sunday all day, I will be performing there on the 23rd of February at the, uh, the Kyle, like I mentioned. <laughs> the, my show actually starts at half past eight. I think I'm the last act of the night and of the whole festival. So that should be good. Hopefully people will still be around. I know it's a Sunday and people have work on a Monday, but it's only an hour show, so we'll be done by half nine. Probably earlier than that. I'll probably just end up doing 45 minutes. Who knows? We'll see what happens on the night. So I'm actually looking forward to that. Uh, I've got a couple of other gigs as well coming up. Um, I am gigging in... the Oh yeah, the Leicester one. Forgot to mention. So I'm doing the Leicester one on Sunday. Um, that's in a little cafe bar thing. And then on the 10th, which is a Monday, I am performing in the Best of Class 2020. That is part of the crew that I'm going up to in Edinburgh. Um, as you all know, so that's to raise money, you know, to get us all up there. So whatever we collect on that night, it will be added into the pot. 
um, to get us guys into Edinburgh. So yeah, guys, just keep donating, man. I plugged it on the last episode. Even if it's just one pound, yeah, one pound, one dollar, whatever you can give, uh, I'd be grateful. My birthday's coming up soon as well, so that's on the twentieth of February. Not far off now. Yeah, about a week, two weeks to go, something like that. I'm not going to count the days, but okay, we'll count the days. It's 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 days to my birthday. I know it's 2020 and all that, yeah, 21st century, right, guys? I've seen an article about um, forced marriage happening. Still going, huh? Still happening in this country as well. So I've seen this. This is local, local news, Birmingham, my hometown. Um, apparently an 18-year-old girl was forced um, to have a forced marriage by one of her uncles, who's aged 43 years old. And she was told that she was sent to Pakistan when she was 10 years old. They basically raised her in Pakistan. Um, she, was by, she was raised by her uncle and her aunt after her mother returned to Pakistan due to her visa issue. And they deprived her of food clothing, hygiene, medical care, and they basically just made her to feel like a nobody. Um, she got emotional and physical abuse as well. This is apparently what was told in the court. And she was taken to Pakistan, like I said, she was 10 years old, where she lived in a abysmal condition before returning to the UK. Apparently she lived with her aunt in Birmingham, where she, you know, she enjoyed living that. This is with another aunt. And then back in 2016, the victim, who they're not naming obviously, travelled to Pakistan to visit her mum. But then when she got there, her uncle took a passport off her and locked her in the house and he tried to force her into an arranged marriage. That's not an arranged, that's forced. When she refused her right, this is the worst thing, he pulled out a gun. You know when they say gun marriage, this actually happened to this girl. He pulled out a gun and told her if you don't get married, you can choose, have a husband or choose to die. What? Crazy, man. These people are so backward. So, um, apparently she escaped Pakistan and um, she smuggled herself uh, with a phone and she contacted the British Embassy for help. And obviously the British stepped in and said, Nah, nah, mate, what are you doing? Yeah, ain't happening, man. You got rights, love. You got rights. So she was rescued and she got a forced marriage prevention order. You know, for her protection. So the victim is now suing it, and her uncle and aunt, who f- tried to force her into a marriage, are so facing seven years behind bars. I don't think that's long enough. <laughs> if anything, they should hang them. That's what I think. People like that, man, forcing forcing a human being to do something they don't want to do is a crime, isn't it? You know what I mean. And it happens every day. This happens every day, you know. This happens every day. I've got so many friends that have been through a similar situation. I mean, I had a friend who, um, he had to marry somebody he didn't want to marry. And he, you know, he had a girlfriend and everything. And he was told to leave her. And he had to marry somebody else. And, you know, I feel sorry for the dude. You know, he's a good friend of mine. He's probably listening to this. And he knows who he is when he hears it. But it happens all the time, and I can't believe it still happens. It's crazy. I mean, Asian people don't want to get married anyway. Like, nowadays, Asian people rarely get married. Especially when, like, back in the days, it was very common, you know, 
to hit that age, 18 to 23, for they'll probably settle down. Nowadays, nah, people are just like, nope, not getting married. I mean, my brother, he's like 40 now. He's 40 now. He don't want to get married. He's like, nah, I ain't going to get married. What for? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, fair play. Believe it or not, my my mum's dad and, and uh, mum, so my nan, right, she got married when she was five. <laughs> my nana, my nana got married when they were five. <laughs> yeah, five years old. I thought it was a joke, but it's true, apparently. They didn't even know they were married. <laughs> they actually grew up together. Yeah, they lived together and I, I think some great-grandparents, they told, they obviously arranged their marriage and... Um, I think they found out when they were like 16. <laughs> so, I could be wrong, but that's what I've heard. So, <laughs> that explains why I've got such a big family. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> My mum, she's like one of seven girls. And then I've got three uncles on top of that. And that's just on my mum's side. I think I mentioned this before, but... <laughs> Can you imagine getting married like when you're five or six years old and you don't even know? <laughs> <laughs> the same marriages for life, and it my nan's was definitely. But you know what? It worked out for them both. They had a really good relationship. Um, bless them. Here's a crazy one, right? I just seen another article about the forced marriages, right? So if you get if you get rescued, yeah, through a forced marriage, you have to pay the rescue costs. <laughs> yeah, apparently there's been an investigation by the Times, which is um, a newspaper. And they found out that people who get rescued, they have to cover their flights, the food and the shelter. They're made to take a loan out. What the hell, man? <laughs> How can you get a loan? I mean, these people are probably not even allowed to work. So where are they going to get the money from? I don't. That is madness, man. I know, like, obviously taxpayers' money is helping these guys. But things like that, I don't mind paying for. You know what I mean? It's not their fault. They were forced to having a marriage, and then now they've been rescued, and they've got to pay up the cost for it. That's just that's that's next level stuff. Apparently, they helped out last year. They reported they rescued seven women. They were imprisoned, right, in a correctional school in brackets. That says on this article, and that was in Somalia. And they were all forced to pay seven hundred and forty pounds. On top of that, the foreign office, right, has a surcharge of ten percent added to the loan. If it's not repaid within six months, it's a crazy world, isn't it? I don't know what to say about it. Anyway, um, let's lighten it up a bit. Shall we do... So, oh, I was going to do, um, you know, that No Stupid Questions. So I was going to go online and look for a No Stupid Question. I went to the gym, I come back, and had a quick sh trim, shave. Not a full shave, I got a beard. Trim up my beard, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I was trimming up my beard and my son was in the bath right? and he asked me a proper random question so I'm going to get him to ask me the question right now <laughs> and when he asked me I was like where has this one come from <laughs> I said you know what that's going in the no stupid questions so here is my son Ishan and he's going to ask me today's no stupid question can blue Go, and pop in space? Hang on, Ishan. Ask me the question now. Can blue and pop in space? Can balloons pop in space? 
that's today's no stupid question brought to by by my own son Ishan. Thanks, Ishan. He's gone. He's glued to that Nintendo Switch. Honestly, I think his hands are proper glued to the controllers. He never gets off that thing, man. Mario Kart, Mario World, Mario Party, or Mario Game. He's obsessed with Mario. He's actually wearing Mario clothes right now. <laughs> so, Ishan's question. Can balloons pop in space? That is a good question, isn't it? I think it can. I don't know. Has anyone ever experimented it? Oh, like we have like um, weather balloons, don't we? They don't really go up in the space, do they? They pop before they get up the atmosphere. If I had a balloon, t- depends what type of balloon it is. If it's a heli, heli- <laughs> can't even say the word. If it's a helium balloon, it will probably float away and pop. But I don't know. There's no atmosphere in space. <laughs> can balloons pop in space? Do you know what? I think I'm going to have to Google that. Can balloons pop in space? Okay. Someone's at... Oh, there is an... When you blow up a balloon on Earth, the air is pushed into the balloon. It is at a higher pressure than the air that sounds around it, which is apparently one atom or ATM. (laughs) It's one cash machine. The air molecules in this space balloon would expand at extremely rapid rate quickly pushing the rubber balls past their elastic 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 el- <laughs> can't even say the word <laughs> elasticity limits causing the balloon to explode so yeah basically it will explode yeah so i can tell him <laughs> that's today's new stu- no stupid question asked by my son <laughs> Oh, that is a really good question. I like that. Talking about space and all that, right? I was uh, I was in the gym, right? <laughs> watching Netflix while I'm working out. It's the only time I get to watch Netflix <laughs> and work out, multitasking. I'm currently watching The Crown, the new season. I do like The Crown. It's a very interesting drama. Obviously, it's about the royal family and stuff. And this episode... The uh, Prince Philip, he's, uh, he got obsessed with um, the moon landing right, back in 1969 with Neil Armstrong. So I think he wanted to be an astronaut because he was like proper obsessed with it. And because uh, he's a pilot, he can fly a plane actually, Prince Philip. Not now, he can't even drive a car. <laughs> he, there's one part in the movie, he goes in a plane. So he's in a plane and he's flying the plane. Well, the plane goes into autopilot. And he's like, do you mind if I... I can't really do Prince Philip's accent. Do you mind if I take over the plane and I have a little control of it? And the other pilot's like, yeah, yeah, sure, go on then. And then he takes over the plane. And then he starts... (laughs) He starts going up higher and higher. And the plane can't take the um, altitude that he's flying at. And the the guy's proper crapping himself, man. (laughs) He's proper crapping himself. Prince Philip thinks, I'm going to reach the moon. I'm going to get there. I'm going to reach that bloody moon. Oh, yeah, I'm if it's... <laughs> Prince Philip, crazy dude. <laughs> he would have popped in it if he actually went up to space, probably. <laughs> Should we pop today's um, weird news story? I've been looking for one, right? I found one. I have found one. I've just read the, the title of it and I thought, Go on, let's have a go at it then. So, today's 
Weird news story is... Can you solve mystery message man left on counter at Sunblind Shop? Question mark. Shop workers have been left scratching their heads after a man walked in and left a cryptic message on the counter. Then he walked out without saying a word. <laughs> Staff at Grimsby Sunblinds, shout out to Grimsby Sunblinds, said they initially just laughed and threw the note in the bin when they realised it made no sense. But then they dug it out again and are hoping that someone can tell them what it all means. <laughs> okay. So the mystery note came just a few months after coded street art appeared on walls in the town by an artist. Three. Artist three, his probably name is. Can you hear me neighbour's car? What do you man? Sheila's got the Uber on. My neighbour started his his sports car up. <laughs> Symbols appeared on Hayton Avenue and Bradley Street. They were eventually translated as saying, anyone can work out a code, deciphering the message is the hard part. So here is the letter. I'll read it out. It says, Circus, semicolon. Good news, dear doctor, doctors. <laughs> Pets at home, dogs and cats. Good morning special. Good night, full moon. Smile face. Two weeks or month, dear MP Conservative and Tours. Labours, 10 and 11 Downing Street. London, UK. How are you? Happy today, smile face special. What? At schools, kids, children's and your mum, dad. Is this real, man? Teaching 6 to 11 aged and youths to 12 to 18 aged teachings. The college is... Oh, this is getting proper weird. The college is 19 to 35, age teachings. I am specialised. Happy shopping, Grimsby Town. Your five council offices, home and LNH. What's LNH? 0300-123-1745. Police, mans and ladies... Oh, I can't even read all of this. So boring. Your post offices, Grinsby, Cleethorpes and Immigrants. Oh, it's got Immigrants in there. Or Immington, probably. <laughs> Job centres and DHSS. Diabilling Mobility. The Royal Family Queen. Oh, the Royal Family's on this as well. Royal Family Queen and King. I lovely your open shopping hours. Nine till six town. Transport buses. Happy holidays. Happy Easter sunshine. Happy old people and your... Family, dance, big celebrate. I wouldn't be surprised if you turned off by now. Turn all Grisby and Cleethorpes, Freeman Street, your hope, God bless, safe. Pat on the street and road, stop looking, listen, living. North East Lincolnshire, welcome here, nice. Thank you, special, and then it's signed. Mate, that isn't a cryptic message. That is somebody who's mentally unwell. <laughs> a few days, okay, now back to the article. Uh, this better be bloody funny as well. A few days later, a binary coded message said, Here to save the world from himself destruction. Humanity is dead. I am the saviour. This guy's mental, mate. See me in the streets. He's absolutely mental. It's not a coded question. Following this, three recorded a video of themselves as a shadowy figure wearing a black hoodie and wearing a creepy mask. Oh, this is getting even more weird. 
In the video, three says to the people of the world, the time is now. We need to realise that humanity is slowly destroying itself bit by bit. I'm just destroying myself reading into this. We are given such a precious gift that is known as life. We need to help each other, but at the same time be a realist, be a realist with it too. What one sees as hate might not be hate. Each opinion should be heard and each one of us should listen. Only will then will the truth be told. Right, I'll tell you the truth right now, dude. You're mentally unwell. You need help. <laughs> that is the weirdest and probably the worst weird news story I've ever done on this podcast. So I do apologise. I mean, there was no, no nothing else after that. There's no, like, you know, police investigation or, you know, someone's followed it up. Nothing. It was just that. That was so boring. I don't even know if I should add it to the podcast, but it looks like I have now. Anyway, that's the end of that podcast. Thank God for that one. Just, that just sport everything, didn't it? That one. If you can work out what that cryptic clue was, then do drop me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. Love Dev Barpega. I hope I said that right. Um, keep supporting the podcast, guys. Donate to the best in class. I'll drop a link at the bottom. Yep, every donation does count. You can always donate to my Patreon page if you want to. Um, other than that, I'll see you for the next episode. Take it easy.